I am so sore. Oh my gosh. I am so sore. Yeah. What did we even do yesterday? I am so sore today. Oh my goodness. You know it. Oh man, that workout on Friday had me sore all weekend long. All right. How does your body feel on a scale of zero to 10? Zero being you feel awesome. 10 being you got hit by a bus. Where are you at? Six. All right. Not bad. Maybe today's day you take it easy. Definitely the deadlifts. Heavy deadlifts. All right. This is it. Episode one. Welcome to the Are You Sore podcast. I'm going to be hosting this thing. My name is Paul McAllister, and we are officially shoving off uh, on this podcast venture. So um, I guess as listeners, you deserve a little bit of an explanation about how we came up with this idea, kind of the genesis of the whole thing. So uh, the best way for me to do that is probably to tell you a little bit about my background. We're we're recording from Bridge Lakes CrossFit in Cypress, Texas, which is home to me. Um, about a year ago, last February, is when I started my CrossFit journey here. Uh, Corey Holly, one of the coaches here, he's one of my close friends, and he had really, really been pressuring me to try this out for a long time. He just eats this up like nobody I've met so far. Um, and so I had just come out of a lot of running. Um, I had run the Houston half. I was, I was tired of that. Um, had always done some weight training on my own um, to very mixed results. So I felt like I guess it was, I was right for it. But I had some, some kind of preconceived notions about CrossFit from different people I had encountered in my life. A lot of complaining, a lot of injuries. I'm 45 years old and I just did not see the point. But um, I, I, I came, um, and here we are a year later, uh, where I've just gone through a lot of different phases, um, from being, feeling just like a total interloper that did not belong here, um, to starting to see some progress to now hosting a podcast, um, to, that's kind of grounded in CrossFit. So, um, you know, if you're looking for, something that's going to give you a lot of technical breakdown and really like roll around in the mud over CrossFit technique and history and athlete. This is, you're probably going to find better podcasts for that. Um, how this came about is in the year that I've been doing this, I've just seen the, the community that this is made up of and how it's created really the identity of, of bridge lakes. Um, the whole are you sore title came from this observation that I just made when, when everybody shows up to class, everybody kind of breaks the ice just by talking about, man, are you, how are you feeling? I'm, you know, and it just, it becomes this, this snowball that, that turns into a lot of good conversation. So I just thought, I don't know, that was the first thing that came to mind when I came uh, up with, with how to start this thing. So uh, I have zero experience podcasting. I keep thinking this is going to be like watching like a baby giraffe get born and how they're just trying to learn to walk and it's really awkward and uh but they finally get it down so we got a lot of good shows planned um and we're going to have a lot of fun doing this uh so uh that's enough pontificating on my part I think um 
there was only one way to go when I started thinking about episode one, uh, as far as who needed to be on here with me, who I needed to talk to, uh, that was really gonna, um, set the tone for what we have in mind, uh, for this. So our guest today is none other than wife of Martin, mother of Alex and Anthony, Priscilla Jane Martinez, PJ, owner, coach, really just the, the planet of this place. All right. You, you're just the identity here. Um, and I was thinking about this interview and I was a communications major in college back in the mid to late nineties and then on into the early two thousands, uh, and I think I took a class where they taught us a little bit about interviewing and they were talking about how it's really important to make your guest feel comfortable at the beginning. <laughs> um, and I probably made a C in that class cause I made a C in every <laughs> class that I took in college. So, uh, so you and I have known each other for a little over a year now and I come to the nine fifteen more often than not. That's often when you work out too. Um, and then you know, being a captain for the open this year, you were on my team. Mm -hmm. So I've really like kind of forget sometimes your coaching and view you just as a friend because we have such a good time hanging out until I don't know. It was a couple of weeks ago and I was hanging around after class and I was trying to work on something like Mm -hmm. my pull-ups or something like that. And you just like stop me and fix something really fast. And I just like, I've, just had forgotten like how good of a coach you are. And so is that really like what you get most excited about still as busy as you are? I mean, you just came from, uh, she went and got her nails and her (laughs) eyelashes and her toes done for a podcast (laughs) where nobody's going to see her. Uh, I was so hoping that I would have a video (laughs) recorder in front of me. Soon. Soon. I know. I just need everyone to see my lashes, how beautiful they look. (laughs) They look great people. (laughs) And I mean, getting my mustache waxed, it's all part of it. It's part of it. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, So I would tell you that... Um, thank you for the intro, yeah. by the way. And I love hearing everyone's story mm-hmm. and how they start because sometimes we almost forget like why you walked in the door. And I always tell people the hardest part is just getting here. Mm-hmm. Everybody hears horror stories and they've watched YouTube videos and I've heard of a friend of a friend and everyone's always getting hurt. So part of it is just walking in and understanding that we train here at Bridge Lakes for longevity. Mm-hmm. You and I are the same age. So, um, you know, we try to really hone in on that for people. Yeah. Hey, we're training for longevity. In 10 years, I want to be able to do this. Um, so I appreciate and I appreciate listening to your story mm-hmm. and everybody's story. And sometimes I, you know, I, I forget. Well, I forget a lot of things. <laughs> but um, part of... <sighs> And being an owner, and I would tell you that a lot of owners, they get tied up doing all of the back-end right. stuff, right? Yeah. And so I, I really value the, the time that I get to work out with the class, also because I want people to know that <laughs> I do work out every now and again, <laughs> you know? Um, but I still love coaching and and being able, like you said, you were working on bar muscle ups just because mm-hmm. that's just, I happen to remember that. Um, 
and just those little things that you can, those little um, hints right. or ideas or just a little, hey, try this instead of this to help people along the way. Um, I would tell you that I come from a line of teachers. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be a teacher. And I tell my kids, like, don't be teachers. And then I realized in my 40s that that's what I do for yeah, a living. it's a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happened to choose it in a in a profession that I that I loved, yeah. you know, and not realizing, oh, I'm an adult teacher. That's right. what I am. So um, I still get a lot of value out of helping everyone, not just achieve little movement goals, but their their nutrition, you know, and just forming really good habits. You know, I feel like a lot of people are like, you have to give up this and give up that and give up enjoyments in mm-hmm. life. And you really don't have to mm-hmm. do that. You can just enjoy life, just make small changes and you can be really successful. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think kind of going back to my impressions of what it was um, and some of the things I had never considered. Uh, I wonder what, I think it was the finally the one thing that Corey said that made a lot of sense to me was, um, you know, I was paying for a gym membership at some point. Um, I think everybody's been through that if they're not already doing it. Um, and going in there and kind of doing my own thing. Um, and and Corey was kind of like, man, you're, you're coming in here and you're getting like coaching the way you would be paying extra at a place like that to get personal training. And I had never thought about it that way. And he was exactly right. Yeah. You know, you're in a you're in a class with, uh, you know, 10 to 15 people, but you never feel like you're getting lost or you're nobody's noticing you. So, you know, when I drug my 44 year old gas can in here, I had like this kind of like, I mean, you know, I was an athlete in high school and I pulled some things off. I'm not like some Johnny Tryhard here and you're a fast runner. You're a fast runner. I can run for a long time. Yeah. I'm not fast. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it was so humbling to real to, to just to f- all of a sudden figure out like how many things I didn't understand when it came to the correct way to move my body and to do certain exercises. And it was frustrating. Um, and but you know I'm I'm still learning. I probably always will be learning. But I think from a coach's perspective, I'm interested in. Like when you're, when you're coaching a class and it's a full class and you've got just this hodgepodge of elite athletes who, you know, don't require much coaching. They've got it figured out. You've kind of got some, uh, has-beens like myself in here. You got a couple of people that are just trying it out. You know, you're casting your gaze across this class. Like, what are you, what is your goal? Like are you focusing on anybody in particular or are you just pivoting from, all right, I know that, um, even though, um, Steven is as good as it gets around here, I still want to be coach him at some level. Like he deserves that versus like somebody who's getting ready to hurt themselves. If you don't run over there and get that barbell out of their hand. Yeah. And that's, that's a conversation that my coaches and I have all the Mm -hmm. time is, I still want to be coached, you know, uh, Steven still wants to be coached. Mm -hmm. Sarah still wants to be coached. You know, we, all of the coaches still want to be coached. People still want to coach Rodrigo. What happens is sometimes coaches get afraid to coach coaches, right? No, we all still need it. So 
I, I compartmentalize, right? Mm-hmm. So right before class starts, I take a look at the class and go, okay, I know I have these brand new athletes. I've got some that have been here a long time. I already know because I've coached these athletes a long time, how they move, mm-hmm. right? I've been assessing them for a long time. So it may be a quick pivot, like, hey, my elite athletes still need coaching. So, hey, here's what I'm going to tell them. And then I'm going to pivot to, hey, even if it's just a passing by going, hey, uh, let's activate the lats. Hey, let's, you know, I want make sure you hit that hip pocket. Whatever it is, I'm pivoting and looking. And then I'm going to hone in on those brand new athletes, yeah. which I've already predominantly talked to before class mm-hmm. to go, hey, listen, this is what I'm going to be reviewing. And I've already written down, this is what I'm going to have you do. So then I go and I'll help them individually. And then, you know, I try to, and I don't know if you've noticed, I mean, I individualize. So yeah. I go, I'm not a, oh, some coaches are big cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not like a huge raw, raw cheerleader. Right. It's never been a strength of mine. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a weakness for those of you who have never met her. It's, it's a uh, complete it's, weakness. It's so awesome. Just something is, uh, it's an RBF face. Mundane is a, is a push up, for example. I can do a push up. Who yeah. can't do a push up? Paul can't do a I can't push do a push up. That's who. It's the RBF face. It's like, oh, hey, oh, oh ha- have I told them that they're doing a good job? Maybe I should remind them that they're doing a so good this job. So this is, this is, uh, uh Gosh. All right. I told her before we started, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to like, things are going to, you're going to say things that take me into something and I'm just going to start. So, (laughs) so I mentioned earlier that we often work out in the same class. Uh, and so PJ, uh, tends to finish her workouts, uh, slightly ahead of me, um, (laughs) leaving time for her to kind of sit down and, and then look around and see how the rest of the class is doing. And, uh, and she, yeah, always works fair, out kind of close to me. Uh, and so I can't I scale. Yeah. I, scale. I know. Well, scale. all right. So the other day we were doing something that involved just a billion wall balls. Um, and I think the end of it was like 60 wall balls. And yeah. I don't even know. She may have been done before I even started my last 60. And so I had in my head, I'm going to do like 10 and then I'm going to drop that sucker and I'm going <laughs> to, kind of reevaluate things and as much time as that takes, that's how much time it's going to take. And PJ is standing next to me. And every time I drop it, she's like, okay, five, four, three, two. And I'm like, Oh, she's like, she's talking to me right now. So, uh, I had planned to take a good, like 20 minute, 20 second rest in between those. Uh, but she, she pushed me through it. So, uh, anyway, that reminded me you, you're kind of, um, <laughs> yeah, you're not like gonna, I mean, I'm going to coach you. You're going to coach you. you know? Exactly. And, and that works for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need somebody that's telling me that I'm doing great because of what I, cause I know that it's not always going great. So. I, I think that I tend and you can tell me, mm-hmm. I, but I don't coach you. Like if, if Rodrigo is coaching mm-hmm. class. I'm not going to coach you in class, right? Because right. I want Rodrigo to coach me and I'm just mm-hmm. an athlete in the class. Um, but if I'm sitting on my ass and trying to catch my breath, yeah, I mean, I might help you out a little bit. <laughs> you can ask Pam. I know that I, I don't want Pam working out next to you. I would be taking all the breaks. No, 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 no. Pam, so. <laughs> but, you know, you, you're going to, if you bite at Pam, 
she's going to bite back <laughs> and they're, she's like a spitting cobra. So uh, she's going to do what she wants to do. So. I, I do want to mention she can move faster than she. I know she can. And she's strong as anything. <laughs> know. You know, she just walks around here and acts like she doesn't care. But she obviously does. She's really, really good. Well, I did make her be my partner. She, she wasn't she's thrilled a good about partner. that. She's good. So what's so we're looking out mm-hmm. at the noon class uh-huh. right now. Rodrigo is coaching. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the most it. positive guy in the world, a great athlete. Um, do you, do you know what's going on out there? I came to the nine fifteen today. Do you know what they're doing? I do today. Um, and we currently we're on the mayhem program. So okay. I, I love mayhem. And so today we are doing a, um, 10 by one of a full snatch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's every minute on the minute. And so probably in Espanol, he is telling them <laughs> three, two, one, go. And he's, they're all working together. Um, and then the workout is actually a, a, a quarterfinal workout. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's dumbbell snatches and dumbbell overhead walking lunge on one arm. And then you switch arms yeah. and then you do 50 double unders. So it's I, awesome. Uh, I was uh, I'm sure brought to my impressive. knees by that. <laughs> I'm sure it was impressive. Well, I'm sorry I hate I to. It. I hate to. Uh, like one of my goals is like, I try to be like a prescribed athlete seventy five percent of the time, but I hate scaling. I hate scaling weights within the same workout. You know, so yeah. like today prescribed was fifty pound mm-hmm. dumbbell snatches. 50 pound one arm lunges, overhead one arm lunges, um, which I, I can do the 50 pound dumbbell snatches relatively easy. We do that a lot around here. Um, but the, the lunges was very new to me and I could not, I, well, I could do it, but I knew I wasn't going to get enough rounds in with that left arm. So I had to drop it and go grab a 35 and finish the workout. Um, I mean, but like that's, these are the kind of things that I think you and I have had conversations about. So, like, I think that's some of the most, like, intricate coaching that you probably have to do is when it blurs from, is it, what's best for me to yeah. to just push through a prescribed workout because I want to be a prescribed athlete. And even though I might not either get through very many rounds in an AMRAP or I may go 10 minutes over the... Right. The cap time versus just swallow your pride and either bring down the reps or bring down the weight. And what what's what's better for you at the end of the day for a workout standpoint and why? So I will tell everyone, and in my time that I've been doing this, I mean, I've been doing it now 13 years. I think that there's been less than a handful of people that ever listen right? Mm -hmm. That their pride is just, I'm that predominantly it's a man. I'm that guy, right? I'm going to do everything you tell me not to do. And let's name some names. So we'll start (laughs) with guys. I would tell you that they're no longer here. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't like my answer. Um, so it goes back to our longevity Mm -hmm. conversation, right? Um, just because I'm a prescribed athlete, doesn't mean that I just because I can doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I necessarily should. Right. I want to do this in 10 years. So if today I tell everyone, Hey, I need you to do a five rounds or more. 
then and you have an issue with your left you know arm being weaker or whatever mm-hmm. that's me i'm talking about yeah. me i mean it could be you too but um, <laughs> was today <laughs> was today so i'm i know that i'm 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 not as strong in my left arm right um but i do accessory work to help me get better mm-hmm. i know that when i look at this workout yeah i could probably do it prescribed yeah that doesn't mean I should or, you know, so I, so I opt to go, okay, I'm going to go a little bit lighter. And in that 12 minutes, instead of getting five, maybe I'll get eight rounds. I'm still getting a really fantastic workout, right? My heart rate is elevated. I've used a lighter weight, um, but I've accomplished the goal of five or more. If I know that it's going to take me 12 minutes to do four rounds and I didn't accomplish my goal, yeah. right? I'm giving you a stimulus to meet. So I would rather you go lighter or less reps or modify the movement and make it worth your while, right? Because at the end of the day, I want to be like, yeah, I feel accomplished. Yeah. I don't want to walk away from a workout and go, well, that really sucked right. because I could have done better or I could have done that, right? And our job as a coach and if we're not doing our job, you wind up getting injured, right? Yep. And I don't want you seeing physical therapists or doctors because we're not doing our job. Mm-hmm. So I would rather you go, okay, yeah, I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to go lighter. Or, yeah, you know, I can do, you know, a few bar muscle-ups. So maybe I'm going to do a couple of bar muscle-ups. And you'll always hear me say this. Hey, maybe you do one round of this mm-hmm. and then one round of the next one. Yeah. You know, let's opt it. Yes, you can practice. There's ways to practice inside, like your double unders mm-hmm. or whatever, where we say, hey, it's 50 double unders. And maybe you're on the cusp of double unders. And I say, work for 50 seconds worth of double under attempts, yeah. right? You're still getting to practice, um, but you're also feeling somewhat accomplished. It's the same with weights and scales. You know, I'd rather you listen to the coaches and say, hey, do this instead. So when do you identify someone mm-hmm. who's... Maybe you've coached them in that way. They're improving. They're getting stronger, but they're settling to 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 get them to s- stop using that fourteen pound wall ball when they're ready for a twenty. Um, and they've just kind of gotten comfortable with it. All right, yeah, she kind of coached me through this, and I'm I'm doing good. Um, like I'm just good being yeah average. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Is that is that what you say? Like yeah yeah. Is... Okay, you're good. You're good being an average mm-hmm. athlete. <laughs> You're solid. I'm glad you're here, though. Yeah. Um, no, you'll see, and I have uh, I have a, quite a bit of athletes that will settle, you know, and it's our job to go, hey, no, okay, today let's do this. And I know I think you and I have done it, mm-hmm. where I've said, hey, it's okay. Today, use this as an opportunity to try a prescribed weight. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, maybe you don't go as fast. It's right. fine. Maybe it's for time. Um, maybe you don't go as fast and maybe it's a 20 minute workout or it's four rounds, but you're accomplishing what you want Mm -hmm. at a heavier weight or, you know, a, let's take a pull up for instance, let's say that, you know, I want you to accomplish five pull ups in a row, but you're able to get three. Yeah. Okay, great. What I want you to do is I want you to get three or three toes to bar and I want you to string those together And that's what I want you to practice in the workout. I'm still going to give you a stimulus to hit in that workout, but knowing that you've been practicing or I know that you can accomplish that weight, I'll say, Hey, let's change it up this way, you know? And that's just, 
knowing the workouts and knowing your athletes mm-hmm. and going, Hey, I'm going to push them a little bit more, you know, and sometimes I, you know, we'll have people record them. Right. Because when they re- see their accomplishments, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, I, Oh wow! Or hey, oh look at my muscle structure. Yeah. Or oh hey, look at my my look at my push up. My chest is hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, you know. So recording them too, I think, helps. And they're going, oh, I am making that progress. Yeah. You know, I think that's why we always say journal. Right. Journal your accomplishments. You know, write it down. I mean, know and see, you know, where you've put value in in your growth. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I've seen those recordings. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> you are so old. What is happening? I was like, just... generally I'm grunting. They're making some funny yeah, noises. Just... <laughs> I think Scott's told me that before. He's like, PJ, I've never heard you make those noises before. I'm like, oh, I'm getting older. New noises. Uh, new noises. Uh, and that eyesight. <laughs> so I like, we talk about this a lot. So the noon class we mentioned is out there. We're watching mm-hmm. them right now. Kind of a smaller group today. But yeah. like, how have you seen, I'm interested to hear your impressions. Like, I, I think that each class has its own identity. They that do. That has just kind of like organically happened. Mm-hmm. So what, take me through like the. <laughs> a day. The, a day. And, okay. and like the, the vibe, uh, <laughs> the people, and like what, just. <laughs> every, every class is very different. You know that I spend most of my time here in the midday. But uh-huh. um Today I coached five and six a.m., which um, you know they haven't seen me. It's only because Chris, Chris's wife had a baby, not yeah. Chris, um, but Megan had a baby, and so I came in and coached. And I used to be the five and six a.m. coach uh-huh. for many, many, many years. And this morning I walk in, and you know they're very to the point, mm-hmm. right? Like here, um, it's five a.m. It's early. Get my stuff done and I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some good personalities in 5 a.m. Um, Lloyd tries to always liven things up. Sometimes he's like, people don't get my humor. I think his humor is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this morning, it was the music, right? It's always the music. No one's ever happy with the music. Yeah. So it was PJ, the music's a little aggressive this morning. And I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, so their personality. I don't remember <laughs> asking <laughs> about feelings like, on the aggression but level. But I do want to the... <laughs> know if your snatch looks right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're not going to worry your about that. Your snatch is not aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Your snatch, I mean, it might be, but it wasn't this morning. So, um, you know, they're very to the point. They come in, they get their work done. And then, coincidentally, my uh, 6 a.m., and thank God for Rodrigo, it is many, many Spanish speakers, okay. which I absolutely love and adore. Yeah. Um, and so, they they equally come in. They're quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, although Ben and Christian were there this morning, um, and they, too, are very to the point. So, I feel like my early morning, they're here. They come in, they leave because they've got somewhere to be mm-hmm. their, their workout. 9.15, we have, you know, I used to love that the fact that people are like, oh, is that where all your house moms come in to mm-hmm. 9.15? And no, that's not it at all. A lot of us have, you know, sales jobs. We own companies, doctors, you know, you've got every profession under the sun. And actually, if you start talking to people, it's really fascinating yeah. what people do for livings. Um 
And of course, the 915 is really large and all big personalities and a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we know. Um, noon is a little bit more tame and quiet. It doesn't matter if there's 15 people or four. They're all pretty quiet group, a quiet bunch. They come in and they get their stuff done. I like noon. Noon is probably the second most attended class by me uh-huh. if I can't make the 915. Um, I just always feel like I get the best coaching at noon. Um, you coach a lot at noon. Sarah Thanks. coaches sometimes. Um, it's smaller. Yeah. you got serious people in here. I'm mean, looking yeah. at Colby right now. I mean, I mean Colby's like, Colby's very, he's, got a, he's clocking in. He uh, is. And clocking uh, in. I always, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like I... Uh, it's kind of like my learning period. So I would agree. Okay. Well, and as an athlete too, like I want to know like what you see, mm-hmm. right? I know you haven't been to the five or 6am. I started with right? those, I uh, early in my early days, I was traveling a lot, but, uh-huh. uh, but it's funny. Nine fifteen. you mentioned like it being, having this perception of like the mom's class. Yeah. My first, it may have been my first class ever uh-huh. was nine fifteen. Were you the only male? Right? Only male <laughs> he was the only in the room, male. and I literally <laughs> like I think at one point I just looked at a, a woman next to me that I didn't know, and I just said, "Am I in a women's class right now?" And y'all are all just too polite to tell me I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, but uh, it, it no, no. <laughs> just. And then that day, that day, it just happened to be you know, and it's not like I said. It's so funny because. It's a lot of, you know, like I said, real estate agents, uh-huh. doctors, it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. It just, you happen to come on a day that it was all like 15 women and you. Yeah. That were all stronger than me. Yeah. <laughs> it's humbling. <laughs> um, but, you know, and like you said, the noon is pretty, is pretty, um, a serious, serious group. 4 p.m. So we have, then we have a 4, 5, and a 6 p.m. So our 4 p.m., when I coach that, um, they have their own little group. They do. They, they, a bunch of degenerates. <laughs> degenerates. And... They uh, they have started a group called FIF, which yeah. is, you know, they, uh, F It Fridays. Yep. And so... Profanity is... Uh, <laughs> is encouraged. comes strong in that class. <laughs> it does. So it does. Leave so, the kids at home. Yeah, that's so That's the one I bring my son to, though, yeah, actually. Yeah, so. That's a good learning experience yeah. for him. <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing that uh, my children be like, oh, I've heard way worse out of a mother's <laughs> mouth. Um, it's a fun class. In the summer, we're in Houston. It's absolutely horrendous. Right. Um, it's the hottest class of the day. Yep. But um, it's a very, very fun group. So 4 p.m. And it can range. Andy says that I threaten people. So sometimes when I coach, it seems like. I have got a lot of people in that class, but I don't ever tell people I'm coaching. They just Maybe they're just showing up. Um, but... 5 p.m., I would tell you I don't coach 5 or 6 p.m. as much just because I've got kiddos and um, I'm out, you know, doing the soccer mom thing, gymnastics mom thing. Um, So I would tell you that 5 p.m. for us is hit or miss. Mm -hmm. And then 6 p.m. is always a big crowd. Right. Is our big crowd, too. And so um, Martin predominantly coaches the 6 p.m. class and they're a lot of fun all of them and they're big personalities in i think they're too. like uh i think about like the mcguires you know like yep. kind of empty nesters you know <laughs> still work but like yeah. they don't have to go to home to all that crap nope. that you and i deal with mm-hmm. you know so they can yeah. get their workout on and yeah, still have the whole evening in front of them that's the last thing i want to yeah go to dinner and yeah don't have to sit know. in a soccer field till 10 p.m at night <laughs> So uh, bring it <laughs> yeah so they're they're a pretty fun group but i mean you've been i know the 
you know, the early mornings, uh-huh. I guess. And then you 4 p.m. You do 4 p.m. Yeah. sometime too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. That's interesting. I think as we, uh, as we continue this, I want to, um, I want to record during different classes and, and really start to hopefully give our listeners a sense of who's out there. And, uh, that's, that's kind of the goal of this is, you know, it is specific to bridge lakes and, and our group, but I think that there's different versions of this all over the place. And you can almost like uh, six months from now, after you've heard, 10 Brian Herrera stories, even if you do not know who he is, like you're going to feel like you know him and you're going to identify him with somebody in your class. Uh, So um, what's your, I guess, as we kind of think about wrapping up, um, you know, PJ is my vision for her with this is going to be kind of like a, a uh, returning co-host you know yeah i I know so she's not just this like one and done guest um so do i need to get my mustache and waxed more and my eyelashes done more yeah okay of course i mean the beard is kind of going away but um, you know as long as we don't menopause i don't know let me see did i just misrepresent that whole (laughs) phenomenon that you go through Uh, yeah no but uh no she's gonna come in um you know i told her i said i can only think of a few people that can hold a conversation by themselves with me for 30 minutes or so and she's certainly one of them so as we bring in other folks uh, I'll probably be calling her out of the bullpen to help me keep uh, them alive and uh, entertain. entertain. No, you, can, you can actually keep them entertained. I hope so. Uh-huh. That's the goal. You just never know. Once they throw these headphones on and I put know. that mic in front of them, yeah. Um, but you're like you're a really great storyteller. I think in general, I would just say in general, men are really great storytellers. And and you and I have talked about this probably because y'all have done a lot of dumb stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all have some really great experiences. I have a failing memory, so sometimes I'm like. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that that happened. So I find that men tend to have funnier stories. Yeah. You know, sometimes I can beat off of them, but I generally don't have really funny stories. I have some funny experiences, but well, you get a lot of <laughs> funny people in here that do, do a lot of funny things. So uh, if nothing sure. else, but um, so I lost my train of thought. But I was uh, oh, I know what I was going to ask. So when I when I came up with this. Originally, when I started thinking about this podcast, I went to PJ and I said, "You should start a podcast." We were—I uh, don't know—we were—we were talking about somebody just laughing about something, and I said, "You—you you need to start a podcast." And PJ's like, "I'm not doing anything." <laughs> I'm not. You I, can start a podcast. That's exactly what I said. I was like, <laughs> I was like "Absolutely, all right, you can do it." Yeah. So uh, this is probably my wife would describe it as a midlife crisis yet again. Uh, but what's kind of, I guess, your, it, we've definitely been excited about it. And it's uh-huh. been, a, it, it really wasn't that long ago when we first started talking about this. It seems like a long time coming. But like, what do you, what do you want to see out of it? Like kind of what's your vision for how this goes and why does it get you excited? Well, when you, when you, uh, he texted me, yeah. I think you should start a podcast. And I laughed out loud and I was like, absolutely not. I'm sure I threw in explicitives in there <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. That's something you're going to do. Um, I know that you have a vision for it. Um, and I know we talk about, and just like you said in the beginning, if you want technicality and you want to talk about all these, it's probably not the podcast right. for you. Right. 
But what we do have here is we have a really phenomenal community. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of people who do a lot of different things, which, again, I think is completely fascinating. Because to me, they walk in here, and I'm their coach, and I'm their instructor. And sometimes when you start to really talk to them, and you're like, oh, my God, you do that for a living? Like, that's really fascinating. Um, and we have a lot of really funny people. A lot of funny people. Yeah. And so I find that, just like you were saying, if you kind of listen to some of the stories and what their experiences are, mm-hmm. especially um, so many people think, I can't walk into a CrossFit gym. Uh, either A, I have to be in shape to go there. Right. I'm like, absolutely not. That's false. Mm-hmm. False advertising. Fake news. So, um, you know, I want people to understand that everyone has their story on why they started, whether it was a friend that brought them in or, you know, they just were like, I'm just going to take the leap of faith and I'm going to walk in. I think that it's really fascinating to hear why people started yeah, and what they enjoy about it, what they enjoy about their community, what they enjoy about their coaches, how it's changed their life when they leave here. Yeah, You know, cause I think it's important that, you know, what we do here, it is only an hour mm-hmm. of your day. I mean, for nine fifteen, it's not, <laughs> I mean, it might be a few hours, but, um, you know, it's only an hour ish of your day. And when you leave, how does this place affect you when you leave? Right. You know, and I, I think that it's, um, it's real fun to hear those stories and, and to hear their health journeys, you know, no, I their agree. experiences. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I don't know. I don't want to use all my content on episode <laughs> one. It might be on episode three. I'm like, eh, what do you want to talk about? Uh-huh. Uh, but it has. It's it's bled into my family in different degrees um, that I'll probably end up sharing different stories mm-hmm. from. And that's that's been the most compelling part for me is it just it hasn't just been this solo journey of that's what running felt a lot like for me. Um, and I still I, I like to run. Um I don't run as much as I used to, but it was just this isolated early morning by yourself, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and this is just kind of turns that on its head. Um, but I'm still getting the, the cardio and, and everything that you I do. liked that I got from that. Um, you have people that, um, and I get it a lot. Oh, I have a garage gym. I'm mm-hmm. good. You know, and I'm like, yeah, so do I. Yeah. You know, I've had one for a lot of years and I still work out at a gym. Right. I still work out here because I don't feel as accomplished when I work out by mm-hmm. myself. You know, I don't have anyone cheering me on, although the thoughts in my head are just absolutely brilliant. But I enjoy coming and, and you know, experiencing this with others. Yeah. You know, and, and you don't, unless you're in a running group or whatever it is, and, you know, I'm not a runner. Um, it's just not my favorite thing to do, but in fact, that's what I did before I discovered CrossFit, hmm. right? I, I grew up a dancer and I'm talking like, you know, ballet and tap and jazz and right. stuff like that, that kind of dancing, <laughs> nothing that made me money, <laughs> although being a gym owner too, <laughs> we got to figure that out. So, um, I grew up dancing, so I had structure. So when my girlfriend said, Hey, you want to CrossFit? I was like, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. But what I loved is just like Corey was telling you, I came in and people told me what to do. Right. And I was like, I felt so accomplished. It was like choreography. Mm-hmm. 
right? And so having the opportunity to not do something by myself and running or whatever it was, um, I really took to it. And I think the community is what really, you know, um, guides people. Yeah, in. agreed. Yeah. All right. So I've got one last segment. This is the part I didn't tell you about. Ah! So I guess if anybody listens to this uh, and is a subsequent guest, maybe they'll see it coming. But um, (laughs) and maybe this this might work. I might get three Uh. episodes into this. I'm like, yeah, that's that's not really working. We're gonna figure something else out. But I thought about this uh, something I want to do with my guests, and and I've got a name for it. It's called You Not Me. And if I was an accomplished (laughs) podcaster, I would have some kind of sound. Oh. song playing right now that's that everybody's fantastic. like, oh, that's it's uh, it's you, not me. That's the you, not me. So you may... That's coming. That's coming. That's coming. We got to gotta make sure this is working. Though. So uh, the way you, not me works is I get to ask you a question okay. that you answer, but I don't have to answer it. So okay. obviously there's a little bit of strategy behind this because okay. I don't just want to be like, what was your... Is this best like truth memory of uh, like I don't that's that's don't not something memories. that's gonna uh, bother me uh, to answer. I wanna I wanna know something from you. That if you turn okay. around, you're like, what about you? I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna answer that. So <laughs> okay, so I have to answer every question. It's just one question. Oh, it's just yeah, one question. Yeah. So oh my god. Okay. okay. All right. That could be anything. I could be. This could it this could, could affect your this could affect relationships. <laughs> uh, you know. Your home life? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. All right, so who is your favorite member? And it can't be a coach. Okay. And why? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my favorite member, and I would tell you that um, (laughs) my favorite member would be Crystal Feltz. Yeah? And just because we... Never heard of her. (laughs) She quit. (laughs) She quit. She quit after she was here on her free week trial. Um, Mainly because Crystal and I have been together for 13 years. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, I know 10 plus years. And Crystal used to be afraid of me. You can ask Scott and you can ask her the story. She said it was probably my RBF. But she said I was intimidating and... For anyone that knows me, I'm not really intimidating. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very personable. Um, But she's someone that I can, if I have a funny story or it does, like I'm texting, you know, um, throughout the day or she'll send me like random videos, you know, that make me smile. And so she's, she'd be my favorite member. Yeah. Nah, I see that. It's because of our history. Right. You know, I have, I have many favorite history. I mean, uh, favorite members, but ours is our history. Crystal's a nine fifteen er, uh, (laughs) and she is very easy to, um, Uh, laugh with. And I hate to say laugh at, but she's she's got a great attitude about it. Like we've got this running joke. She was one of the, her and I were captains together um, at the <laughs> Open this year. Competitive. Very competitive, at, but at the same time, gosh, cannot stand to be on the outside looking in of something. <laughs> the FOMO is what they yes, call that, right? That's but it was like that. amplified during the Open because, <laughs> look, 
we were broken up into teams and uh, <laughs> it was all random. And uh, Crystal is all about a revolving door of communication <laughs> and her team just wasn't feeling it. And uh, she would send out these <laughs> group. She starts this group chat with her team and it just crickets, nothing. Crickets. <laughs> and it drove her oh. crazy. So that... Yeah. Uh, that's I still pick on her about mm-hmm. that because that just cracked me up because yeah. I knew just I was like if there was anybody that that was going to go all over <laughs> it was going to be her more than anyone else so well she um, has that teacher mentality yeah you know, she's very creative and she loves communication and mm-hmm. you're right it's like she feels like she's missing out if she's not part of it, you know, everything. And it's hilarious to yeah. me. So, yeah. Well, so. good for you for answering that and not giving me some, ah, you know, I no. love all my members no. the same. No. You're asking me to like pick a child <laughs> right now. No. Oh, my kids will tell you I got a favorite kid too. <laughs> I'm really blunt about that. <laughs> they vary, but you know, and, uh, Anthony always thinks it's Alex. Yeah. So just because she's your favorite. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, our, you know, at least I'm honest. (laughs) Uh, She's going to be excited to hear that, by the way. She is. And to then, tell her, uh, we talk about you. It's 45 minutes into the show, but uh, yeah, you're going to have to get a hold out. And then she's going to owe me the money that uh, she paid me to say that. So <laughs> it'll be really, it's a lot of money. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Well, this was awesome. Yeah. I'm so, I mean, look. Did it I go off ner- like the way that you? I, I mean, it couldn't have gone okay. better. I mean, my expectation, okay. I was trying to manage my expectations. Uh-huh. Uh, again, like this is not something I've done. I was a campus radio DJ at Stephen F. Austin for one <laughs> semester during my degree program. Again, uh, something yeah, that's fascinating. Things have changed with the equipment uh, since 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh but hey, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited about this. Um, I really appreciate you like just going all in on this with uh, me. You're um, we've just set up this little <laughs> makeshift recording space here mm-hmm. in her office, and she just moved furniture and cleaned and um, <laughs> has just been the best as far as oh, um, being a, a cheerleader for, uh, for See, the I'm podcast. See, I'm a, I'm a quiet cheerleader. You are a I'm quiet not cheerleader. A, I'm well, not a, I mean, I can... I'm not a rah-rah cheerleader. Not, well, if you're rah-rahing and like not doing anything <laughs> and not agreeing to be like... I would be like, all right, a uh, like little less a, rah-rah, a little more uh, like <laughs> gumption. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a rah-rah, sorry. <laughs> are I you sore? I didn't even ask you that. How are you doing today? Okay, mm. I'm... I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sore. <laughs> that probably is because I did not work out. Like the last time I worked out was Saturday. Yeah. So, no, I'm All not. Right. You Ample know, rest. Yeah, right. I gave it a rest. Like I said, sometimes you just your body needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, I predominantly take Tuesdays off from working out. And so... Um, it just is carried over from the Well, weekend. she bitches as much as the rest of us when it comes to <laughs> aches and pains. So that's uh, that's I the do. exception, not the rule when it I comes do. to asking her that oh, question. Oh, my hip. <laughs> Today, I have a real quick, Rodrigo and I were talking about, I don't know why I, I feel so terrible because he's like the nicest person in the world. Um, I thought he was in his 40s. He's not. So he surprised me. And told me he turns 40 in two weeks. Oh, so his God, June 2nd. Everybody here. No, you're not. No, you're not. Um, and so he turns 40 in a couple of weeks and he says, My friend was telling me, or my client was telling me that once you hit 40, like your eyesight goes. And I was like, oh, that's not the only thing that goes. It's like my <laughs> eyes hurt, my hips hurt. And he's like, 
I, I mean, I have two weeks left. I was like, yeah, yeah, you only got two weeks left and then everything hurts. I'm just going to start looking at him now and shaking my <laughs> head. <laughs> just this like, gosh, Hire your eyes. Like, okay. Just start messing with him. Cause he's so nice. He'd Rodrigo, be like, no, I heard. I'm fine. It's coming. He uh, two nah. weeks. June 2nd. <laughs> Poor guy. Mm. Guy taught me how to do double unders. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. He's the double under, like, <laughs> I don't know. Really it's like the it. Frank Sinatra of double unders. It's unbelievable to watch. He's so nice. <laughs> he's so nice. So he said his, uh, he's going to turn 40 and everything's going to go. And yeah. I was like, yeah. So I do complain, um, you know, but... That's okay. That's all right. I wouldn't believe you if you didn't. Mm -hmm. So, and I do ask people if they're sore, which is really funny because, real quick, again, when Paul uh, said he wanted to name the podcast, "Are You Sore?" Excuse me. He had texted me the the night before, and I was coaching five a.m. the next day, coincidentally, and I immediately asked the class just. Mm-hmm. Out of habit, like, hey guys, you know, how are you feeling? All bubbly at 5 a.m. Are you sore? And then I just started laughing, going, I wonder how many times a day that I say that to yeah. somebody, yeah. you know, not not really realizing it or how you're feeling or how you're not <laughs> feeling. And so it made me laugh and I thought it was very um, suitable. So. Well, good. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we've already got our next show planned um, with another guest that's real special and close to everybody here um and is going to give us different versions of um their uh, experience and impressions and uh i'm i'm excited to put them on the spot in the i can't seat. wait to find out who it is because believe it or not i don't know who it is you don't okay well this person um yeah they uh, can uh, i try to guess yeah okay go ahead tell me about them um here all day, every day. Okay. That probably gives me an idea. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say it? Or no? Uh, no. Don't okay. do it. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll let it be I a surprise in case they, you know, move, I mean, besides move away me, between. So it can't be me. Yeah. It can't be me. <laughs> if they <laughs> run away and get married or something between now and the next show, I'll be like, Dang. yeah. Yeah. When's the next show? When do you think we're going to do it? I'm going to do it uh, next week, hopefully record, because we're going on vacation, the yeah. week, Memorial Day week, and I want to have it behind me um, so we can pump out another one. Um, the goal is to do hopefully two of these a month. Um, and then, and then weekly? Go from there. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when I hire my uh, production assistant. team yeah. and my uh, interns <laughs> and everything. Uh, you gosh. Can have, that's, there you go, my kids. The, for the summer, they're going to be an intern. They're going to be cleaning up here, and <laughs> they're going to come help you with everything <laughs> so, in their communication classes. That's right. Did you did you make an A in your communication? You said you I never C's. made an A. I made a. I took um, the only A's I made were in the like PE classes that mm-hmm. were required, and I think mm-hmm. I even took more of those than I was supposed to. Like I, I think I graduated with more hours than were necessary, and it was because I would just like. Try to like, uh, you know, stuff the GPA by adding intermediate tennis to <laughs> all of the classes that I needed to take, even though it was just a waste of time and money. Intermediate tennis. Yeah, I took beginning and intermediate, <laughs> and also took um, uh, what is this? Uh, racquetball. racquetball. Took that one semester. Um, what did you graduate? What was your degree in? Radio and television communications. Really? Yes. I mean, I know you told me you worked at a radio station, but yeah, I mean, it, that's why I said it's fascinating to know. Like, yeah, people never think, did one 
thing in the one second of work that had anything to do with that. I was like, this was back in the, yeah. again, like the late 90s, like ESPN was really like taking off and I would watch SportsCenter every morning and every night. And, um, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be one of those anchors. Yeah. I know a lot about sports yeah. and I can talk. And, uh, and then I started to get into my degree program. <laughs> And I started to figure out like what it took to get there. And it's uh-huh. like, oh, I've, you mean I've got to like Work? go do sideline reporting for a high school football team mm-hmm. in the middle of, you know, West Texas for two years before I get a job as like the weekend traffic guy in a midsize city. Uh, Absolutely not. That is no way to make a living. And <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm dating my now wife and she was... Not really feeling that either. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, she's like, "That's not going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so fascinating is you, uh, what people are doing for uh-huh. living, and I'm doing nothing. Yeah. That had anything to do with well you do what you love Mm -hmm. and that's the best part i mean that's uh that's fun not everybody is able to do that and it takes a lot of courage to step out and especially to start a business um i planned on getting into some of that stuff if i ran out of uh you know things to talk about but we can always talk about that more um as we go on but (laughs) um but good for you for doing it. I know everybody here is certainly glad that you did. Aww, and uh, we really appreciate you uh, doing this with us today. So thank you, PJ, You're for being welcome. the first guest I on Are You Sore? <laughs> Hopefully first of many. So yes. uh, where, yeah. are we gonna, where are people going to find the podcast? So we're going to tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be hopefully on all your normal streaming platforms, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, so once I get this edited, um, I'll have social media platforms that Yay. everyone can go find. And nice. I'll put all that information on there. I'll put it in the show description. So you're going to be leveled with uh, with information to we're gonna to make sure that more down. than four people listen oh man you, me, i sure hope so two others that's right that's i'm gonna right. make my kids listen to it <laughs> all right well thanks again you're welcome all right thank you see ya okay well we did it we recorded an episode um i want to thank pj so much again for uh not just guests hearing today but also all of her support um and enthusiasm behind this um where it just started out as as a simple idea and she just is one of those people that's just like don't talk about these things if you're not going to do them um and so she helped make it real thank you bridge lakes crossfit here in cyprus um for letting us uh start this here in your building and just all the members that are really making this show what it is uh a lot of enthusiasm and people coming up and talking about how excited they are about it. Um, so, um, yeah, that just kept the momentum going. Um, I want to thank Todd Miller, uh, for the logo design, one of my oldest and best friends. He's the best in the business for agreeing to do that. The logo might end up being the best part of this show, uh, if I had to guess. So, uh, hopefully not, but, uh, Todd, thanks again for doing that. Um, look out for all of the information about how to find the podcast on social media and where to download it. Um, thanks again, everybody for listening. We had the Walkman bring us into this episode. So I thought who better to take us out than the Walkman on the first episode, uh, as well. So, uh, have a great week, everybody give it your best and a little bit more. Talk to you later.